face it, eating healthy is hard, and eating healthy on the go is even harder. So let me ask you this. How are you ensuring that your eating habits while you're stuck at the desk are really good? Or how are you ensuring that you're not reaching over for the next available thing and neglecting your nutrition that way? Well, today we're going to discuss how to plan for your for healthy eating while you're stuck at your desk for hours sometimes, whether you're at home in the home office or now transitioning to a conventional office, but really optimizing your energy through eating well. So, you know the drill. If you want to hear the conversation, you're going to have to stick around to find out. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Bartinian, an attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style and dressing them for success. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally on camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Welcome, Virtual Nation, to another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe, and this is episode 36, where we're going to be talking about how to eat nutritiously and healthy while you're stuck at your desk. I mean, we're always on the go, and sometimes what we neglect is ourselves and even our nutrition, which is so much the foundation of how much energy we have, how productive we can be. But first, let me just say thank you for being here. Uh, We are on iTunes, so you can subscribe and download our show and listen to us regularly. Regularly, or just pick the episode that suits you or that you want to uh, hear about and learn about. You can also find us on Instagram at Waste Up Wardrobe and at Facebook, where we stream live every Thursday at 1130 with a new episode of how to help you dominate from behind the desk and really create this magnificent, really successful professional uh, Zoom Zoom room, virtual room. But now we're also transitioning to the conventional office. So some people, professionals have hybrid offices where they are working partly from a home office and partly from a conventional office. Some are completely working at home and some might be transitioning to the conventional office office, in which case you're always going to have to know how to eat well at your desk. So thank you uh, for joining us. And I just want to give a big thank you to my producer, who's always here managing this production. Rick Moscoso is always in the production room, making sure everything works out well. And sometimes they'll make an appearance uh, so that we can get his opinion from, you know, the gentleman's perspective. So... And as you know, we want you to be talking to us. We want your comments. We want a dialogue. We want to learn from you what you think works for you, what doesn't work for you. And also, uh, we want feedback on what we're saying. Let us know if it's resonating with you or if you have any questions on that. So now we're going to get to dive deep into how to stay healthy when you're clocking all those hours at the desk. And you know, it actually, this topic is a is a big topic, and it is it applies to all areas of our lives. Not only when we're um, at the desk are we thinking about healthy eating, but really throughout the course of our day, we want to be efficient. We want to fuel our bodies so that they're a well oiled machine, and that so that they can give us the energy. 
uh, to do everything we are wanting to do, including be productive workers and um, body and mind and in every way. So it is a really important topic in general. And um, but of course, we're focusing in on waste up wardrobe and how we do that at the desk. And so one of the, the main things is, you know, you want to have that clarity of mind and you want to have, and you know that energy is key for that. And the biggest the main fuel for us is the way we eat. And it really isn't always easy to pay attention to how we're eating and, and what we're putting in our body. Sometimes we're just so in a hurry and it's just easier to, to just reach for the next best thing, to run to the cafeteria and get whatever they have or to order fast food and pick it up and move on because we are living a very high paced life and you know we want to be as efficient as possible. And sometimes fast food is the answer or um, subpar quality food is the answer. And so to, to steer away from that, there is a lot of pre-planning that goes on when you're really planning for good nutrition. And like I said at the top of the show, eating nutritiously is hard. Uh, eating um, nutritiously on the go can be a lot harder because of our time constraints. But what I found is that I boil down really staying well-nourished at your desk or when you're on the go to four basic key things. There's four building blocks, if you will, four keys that will help you. If you can, if you can get into the habit of these four things, you will find that you can have a very good nutritional plan and you can find that you're energized and that you maintain your weight, your weight. So it really is a win, win, win. Um, and there are a lot of things that we've heard before, you know, like water consumption, which I'm going to kick off with, but there's a lot of things that we've heard before, but and, and some might say, well, I know that, but knowing it and doing it are two different things. So knowing that we have to lose weight perhaps is, is good, but unless you take action and steps towards doing that, what's the point? We know a lot of things that we need to be doing. We know we need to be exercising. We know we need to be eating well. We know we need to be, you know, um, listening to growing and learning more, but doing it is a whole different ballgame. So what my goal is today is to outline what I think. And then from my experience and my own uh, experimenting with, with my nutrition, what I think are the four main things that help me stay healthy when I'm at the desk and that I think have worked. And everybody, of course, is different. But these seem to be uh, recurring ideas and recurring things that most people find really effective. So I'm going to kick off with the basics. Let's talk about water. Water is basically what we're made up of. We are mostly water. And if we don't have our water, as most of you already know, um, that can deplete us in so many ways. And it's so, so interesting because I'm going to take you through a couple scenarios where I'm going to talk to you about how I'm going to prove that water is really medicine. Water is the key to life, honestly. I mean, obviously we know that in general, but there I had gone through certain experiences that really proved it to me. And though I knew water was important, drinking the right amounts of water was even more important. So I'm going to start by asking you, how many cups of water do you think you need a day to, to be healthy? Does anybody out there have a suggestion or an idea of how much water you need to consume? Well, 
Uh, many people will say, oh, well, I need, you know, eight glasses a day, eight cups a day. Well, the answer really is that it depends. It depends. And what it depends on is your body weight. And um, there's a slide that I'm going to put up right now that Rick is going to put up for us that kind of gives you a sense of how much you need to consume for your own body weight. And that's why the answer to that depends. If you weigh 120 pounds, you need less amount of water than if you weighed 180 pounds. Men need different amounts than women need. So really depends. But I have a formula for you. And the formula is that if you weigh, let's say, 120 pounds, what you do is you take 120, you divide it by two, you get 60. You need 60 ounces of water a day. Now, I know it really can be hard to think about consuming all that water. That's equivalent to having uh, approximately 16 ounce bottles, four of them in a day. And, you know, it's all about getting into a habit, really. But that is how much you need to feel well. And the thing is, I knew about water consumption, how important it was, but what happened to me um, a couple of years ago was that I had uh, joint pain in my ankles and I had an injury that I was recovering for and I had from and I had joint pain. So what I did was I you know, went to a doctor and then he checked everything out. And he said, well, you're you're you you are healthy. You you're fit. You're eating well. You exercise. Are you drinking enough water? And I said, well, I mean, I'm drinking water. I never really think about how much water he goes. Well, drink enough water, which would translate to about 60 ounces um, for me in a day, and that will cure you. And I thought, okay, that, you know, a little skeptical, not that I didn't know that water was important, but a little skeptical thinking, oh my gosh, all that water is really going to help my joints. So I went back and I started doing that. I got into habit, but then very soon after that, I stopped. And then uh, a year down the line from that, I had stomach problems and I was really, you know, struggling with stomach pain. And I went to a doctor and the doctor, you know, checked everything out. I was very well, very healthy. And he said, are you drinking water? And it was at that moment, really, that the light bulb went on. I'm like this and this actually, these are two incidences that have happened, but there were more. And what that led to was me really clicking with that and understanding that, water, I guess, could solve my problem. So I decided to experiment. And I did. And the results were astounding. They were truly, truly astounding. I um, decided to consume the 60 ounces of water I needed in a day. And I had a pretty decently balanced diet. And um, I exercised regularly, you know, for myself, everybody's different in that arena. But drinking the water, instantly, my joints felt better my um, my stomach pain went away and I actually felt more energized. And it is wild to think that water could have done that, but I really do attribute it to that because that's the only thing I changed. And um, it kept me regular. It kept me eating um, my food really working for me. So what I found is that truly water is medicine. And so it's really important to pay attention to that from a health perspective. Um, and The thing with that is, though, the hardest thing to take action on that was drinking all that water. You know, drinking all that water, I felt like I was drowning sometimes. So I devised a few little habits that helped me get the water down. 
And uh, one of the things that I did was that in the morning when I woke up and I used the restroom, I immediately drank 14 to 16 ounces of water. I got a fourth of my water in right before I started my day. I kind of felt accomplished. And then I was able to finish that throughout the rest of the day. But I got at the top of the day, I started by drinking a fourth of the water that my body needed. And it really, really got me kickstarted and got me, you know, doing that on a regular basis. The other thing is, and I have a slide uh, here, is that you can uh, flavor your water and that really makes it go down easier. So you could put fruits in it. You can, um, you know, I mean, the, the slide we have up almost looks like a cocktail, but it's just water with mint and blueberries and orange slices. And that really does help the water go down easier. It's kind of like putting a lime or a lemon in your water like we do at restaurants. But this is even better because you get a little bit of the sweetness and the tanginess from the fruit, whatever fruit you decide to use. And um, that really made a big difference because I was starting to really be able to take down my water like it was, you know, a regular drink. And it didn't feel like, oh, I'm drinking all this water. I felt fruity and it felt really good. The other thing that I've been doing is I put essential oils in my water. So I have my big gallon of water that I have to consume in a day and I'll put a couple drops of fennel because I like licorice in it and that helps me drink it during the day and finish it. Or you could put any essential oil, orange, tangerine. I mean, we have so many options and different companies that produce essential oils and adding it to your water just makes it feel like a, a drink rather than, you know, all this water and how daunting that is to get down. So the other thing is the product, uh, the Hint Water product is water that's bottled that already has an essence of fruit in it, it has no added calories, but that is each bottle is 16 ounces. So if I drank four of those, I knew right away that I got my my ounces of water in and it really, really helps. I can't even tell you by just that one adjustment, how that can change how you feel, how your body feels, how you, you know, your joints feel and everything that is, is, is really, everything works like a well-oiled machine. I mean, so you could think about it as, okay, water is like our lubricant. It's like a well-oiled, it makes us a well-oiled machine, which makes us more efficient and more productive with our minds because, you know, a healthy mind is in a healthy body. And so that's really why that's important. And just making sure you have it at your desk, maybe keeping a stash of Hint Waters or a stash of small waters or bottled waters or having a gallon um, that is full that you have to consume by the end of the day with a couple drops of essential oil or putting fruit in it. There's so many ways that you can actually make ingesting water so much easier, but really, really think about making that part of your routine. So that's key number one. Key number two, when you're stuck at your desk and, you know, and for hours and you just need to eat quickly is really about meal planning. Meal planning is so important. So like anything else, you get it done well when you plan ahead. So that's what you do with meal planning. And think about this. Your body is sustaining your your mind, your thinking, your relationships, it's, it's sustaining you in so many ways. You have to protect it. You have to care for it. And good nourishment is like the number one thing you need to do to do that. So meal prepping is one of the things that I take very seriously. And I try to make sure that I have made some time in the weekend to meal prep. So you have to take like two hours to meal prep on a Sunday 
afternoon or evening so that you can have the week, you have your meals for the week and you can just grab it and go and you know you have something healthy. So a lot of things to make meal prepping easy. You know, some uh, people want, love to cook and so they'll cook their meals and they'll pre-plan their meals, protein, carb, and, um, and, and some fat there, some good fat. And they create these balanced meals and they meal prep it. And you can get like bento boxes and you can, you can order them actually on Amazon. And we're going to put the link in the, in the chat so that you can have access to these bento boxes that you can actually order them and um, and then meal prep for them. So super easy and they're on Amazon and they're, you know, you that you can toss them or you can keep them for a certain amount of time, or you could just get ones that are not disposable necessarily. Uh, so meal prepping, as you can see with the slide, I mean, we have meals that you can make salmon and you know, make more of it all for the week. You can use, um, you know, a chicken. So you got your protein and then you got your carb and you got your vegetables. And, you know, you want to also have something that has good fat in it. So maybe your eggs with the yolk is, is perfectly okay. And uh, salmon is a really great fish for, um, for the fat, the good fat that it contains. Another way to do this I've seen is very clever is salads in a jar. And I think there are companies out there that actually will deliver salads in a jar to you. And there is a slide uh, that we're going to put up with that shows what I'm talking about. And it's really important to look at the layers in a, in a jar that has salads in a jar, because what the way to do this is you want your heavier items like your tomatoes or your pasta on the bottom because the dressing will settle in at the bottom and then the lettuce and the lighter items at the top. The idea behind that is you don't want it to get soggy. So that is brilliant. It's genius. I think it's such a great way to meal prep. So you could prep these jars on Sunday and then you have your layers and you make sure that you put your dressing on the bottom and, and the, 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 like the leafy greens at the top. So it doesn't get soggy throughout the day. Another great way to meal prep. The other thing is there are subscription companies, there are companies out there that actually will deliver meals to you. Like Thistle is one of them. Model Meals is another. There's so many right now because it is such an important trend. People understand that eating healthy is so important and they want to make it easy and simple for meal prep so that they can eat a balanced, nutritious diet. So check out some of those sites. Thistle and Model Meals, we'll put them in the comment box for you to check out later. And um, if you're listening on the replay, you can check it out and um, and see if those are things that, you know, or if they offer the offerings that you enjoy. And there are a number of other ones that I will add to the comment box um, after the show. So, you know, cooking in these big batches and um, and really planning, planning, pl planning. It feels like a lot of work, but honestly, it really saves you um it saves you from eating the wrong things and um, and and not staying fit and eating healthy. So there you go. Another another actual um, uh, thought is you know making um, so that you can meal prep uh, for breakfast because oftentimes we're eating breakfast and we have to run. So um, there is a slide that we're going to put up and it is basically a in in um, cupcake. Uh, t uh, trays, making little egg omelet. So you could put your egg in there and then you put your veggies or whatever you want to add to it, bake it, put it in the freezer and just pull it out the morning of and 
and heat it up and voila, you've got an easy on the go omelet and it's super healthy because it's got protein in your veggies and um, it can't be made really any easier. But again, something that you prep ahead. The thing is too, especially for women, is that we go through all these phases in our lives, right? We are we in our 30s, we can eat as much as we want and go work off a thousand calorie meal in a workout. But as we mature, as we go through our 40s and 50s, it gets harder to do that. Not for everybody, but for many people. So it's really important to be mindful from the very beginning, uh, at a very young age, of how your body is is really receiving the food and how what adjustments you can make to really uh, optimize your energy, but also stay fit and trim. Because um, usually, you know, we want we want that we want that, and um, makes us feel good. It it um, makes us feel energetic, and it's important to um, to feel healthy. So, um, the other, the third key I'm going to talk about is: so we spoke about you know um, water consumption, and we spoke about meal prepping. The third thing I want to talk about that is really important that people don't realize, and I made this mistake for years actually, and that's why having made the mistake for years and then uh, addressing it and coming up with a solution really um, showed like my experience really speaks to this point. So I just want everybody to know that all proteins are not created equal and uh, and protein is so important to our growth to, through, I mean, muscle growth, but also to a healthy, well-balanced meal and stay and staying trim and fit. Doug Campbell's on here right now and he's saying hi. Uh, Doug and his wife, Marisa, are really very, very health conscious. And they uh, they run a company that really gives people body transformations and helps them eat healthy and feel great. So they are, um, they really get this. They get how important, how important it is to feel your body just right. So let me talk about protein. All proteins are not created equal. Okay. Uh, and this is because I've realized this through so much experimenting. There are four proteins that are the most the, the, the best proteins out there. They are the ones that are going to satisfy your body and make you feel full. And that's what you want. You want food to make you full so that you don't feel depleted or that your energy sucked out or that you're hungry after an hour after eating. And those four food groups are, or four proteins rather, are eggs, uh, red meat, chicken, and fish. Those four foods, I really hardly ever deviate from eating a protein that's not one of these four foods because I found that if I substituted with nuts or, you know, cheese or peanut butter or all that stuff, it's just not enough to satisfy me. It really, you really need these, these foods, these four proteins to pick from these to feel satisfied after each meal. So that's how I run my menu. And I will definitely give you a little bit of a sample menu so that you could see what has worked for me. But of course, you're different and you're going to have to figure out what works for you. So just remember, if you're picking a protein, those proteins are really critical. So cheese and nuts and other proteins proteins don't really pack that bang for your buck when it comes to uh, to being satisfied. And the rule of thumb for me, when I get hungry, if I get hungry between meals, 
I'll go and I'll eat a leftover piece of steak and I'll be good for hours. So really, even sometimes when it comes to snacking, I'll grab a piece of hearty protein, one of these four categories, and I'll feel like I am satisfied, especially if you're training a lot and you are, you know, in, and uh, you're in the gym, really um, depleting yourself and, you know, and wearing on your muscles and you're getting really, you're lifting or you're working out really hard from a cardio perspective, you really need these types of proteins. Okay. So sample menu for me, uh, just to give you a perspective or an example is in the morning, I consume two eggs with their yolk because good fat is good for you. Unfortunately, fat has a bad rap, but I, there's really good fats out there that are necessary for your brain develop function, not so much development as an adult, but for your function and for, you know, all the nutrients that we can get from that. So I take, I eat two eggs in the morning with my yolk and my cup of coffee with almond milk. Now, you know, you could have dairy, it doesn't matter, but that's how I, what I do. And then for a snack, I'll have an apple, a little bit of peanut butter, if I get really hungry between meals. And then for lunch, I'll eat tuna fish or salmon with some multi-green crackers because I just want the fiber and that's really important too. And of course, I'm consuming water, my water through the day. Then again, a snack, it looks like, uh, you know, an apple and peanut butter or maybe another fruit or a couple fruits or a little salad with some tuna on top, just a little snack to kind of get me to dinner. And finally, for dinner, I'll do, you know, um, a combination of eggplant with ground beef and some broccoli or a steak with broccoli. So really, I'm very, I adhere very closely to that menu because it makes me feel really well energized and it helps me feel satisfied, which is the key because I tend to really be hungry a lot. So eating those key proteins is really important for me. So that is a sample menu and we will publish that. We'll put that on the comment box just for people to kind of have a template of maybe a possible, you can go in and substitute different things um, that are suit you more. So uh, the idea is proportions too. You want to make sure that your proportions aren't outrageous. And in fact, when I feel hungry after a meal, I'll just add a little extra protein. So sometimes I'm eating a steak and a half just because the protein really keeps me satisfied. So I have a sad truth to say, and that is that, you know, uh, and I, I think a lot of you are going to be a little bit sad about this, but the sad truth about cheese is that it's not really that good for you. And, you know, I, I that was a hard thing for me to figure out because I completely eliminated cheese from my diet about four years ago, but it made a huge difference. I actually lost weight after just eliminating cheese that you see regularly for a snack with a piece of toast. And here's the reason. Cheese is is not super a super great source of protein because there's isn't much protein in it, but it has a lot of fat. So you're really not getting your bang for your buck when it comes to calories and, and, and energy and nutrition from it. So eliminating it actually helped me shed about four pounds through, you know, over a course of maybe a month or so, which was amazing. I could, I didn't even believe it when I was, when I learned about cheese being something that really isn't, isn't beneficial. It doesn't really help. Now, some people say, well, can I have low fat cheese? Well, I guess you could, but in general, I'd rather you have something that has more protein in it that keep you really satisfied so that you can, you know, can really get, again, it's all about getting your biggest bang for your buck when it comes to nutrition. So 
cheese, really dairy in general, I've kind of eliminated it. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't have it here or there, but I just don't really eat it that much because I find it to be just really high in fat and low in protein. And I need, I need a lot of protein and I need good fat, but I need a lot of protein to stay satisfied and trim and um, able to, you know, to continue to do my exercise and my workouts. Now, I also have eliminated pretty much all dairy and, you know, milk as adults, we really don't need milk. Uh, you know, children need it more for calcium, but as adults, we don't really get much out of it. So, it just didn't seem like something that was super valuable for me to um, to get my biggest bang up for my buck when it comes to nutrition. So that's key number three. So, so far we've covered water and we've covered meal planning and we've covered um, the really important types of proteins that you should be consuming and the ones that aren't so so um, nutritious or aren't so won't give you a lot for the amount of calories you're putting into it. So your biggest bang for your buck, if you will. Okay. The last key is the quality of snacks, the quality of snacking, because I am a big snacker. Uh, I will eat, I will eat snacks between meals because I do want sometimes, you know, sometimes I'm just having a very high intense day and really burning off so many calories physically, but also mentally. And I'll feel like, Oh, I need a, I need an extra snack. And I, typically reach over for a fruit. Uh, I, I eat a ton of fruit, a ton of vegetables. I mean, and my whole family's used to doing that. We have, we have raw vegetables and fruit out all the time. And, you know, some, some supplement companies will say, well, you never get enough fruits and vegetables. Believe me, we get so many fruits and vegetables. We're constantly snacking on them in different kinds. I mean, we, we jicama and radishes and broccoli and so many things that typically are on your everyday table, but we try them and we like to keep that variety because we eat so much of it. But healthy snacks are really important. Um, and that you want to stock your desk with healthy snacks because you want to avoid reaching over for the chips or you know the cookie or the donut. And the way to do that while you're seated at your desk and, and really confined there is keep healthy snacks at your desk. And we have a slide that Rick will put up for the a list of suggested list of healthy snacks um, that you can keep at your desk, you know, includes a lot of fruit. Um, you can actually take your fruit, your apple and slice it and put cinnamon on it for, you know, just an extra little flavor, pears, bananas, Try freezing your banana or try freezing your blueberries. I always tell people, keep a little refrigerator in your office so that you can have access to these really healthful snacks. You know, um, grapes. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure a lot of you have tried to frozen um, grapes and eaten them for a snack. And how wonderful is that? Carrots, celery sticks, of course, radishes, broccoli, spears. There's so many options. Edamame beans are good. Those are pretty high in protein. I wouldn't use it as my only source for protein, but it's a good snack. Uh, you know, cherry tomatoes, tiny little salads with a little bit of protein sprinkled on like a couple of pieces of grilled chicken could be a great snack. Avocado, I mean, and nuts, those are really good in between meal snacks. If you get hungry, um, a lot of times I'll just take a banana and I'll, and I'll eat it with like a, a tablespoon of peanut butter. And that really gets me satisfied for a long time. So snacking and the quality of snacking is really important, but how do you do that at the desk? You do it by keeping 
a lot of this at your desk. So you can keep things like, you can keep a little refrigerator, some of this fruit, but not all fruit needs to be refrigerated, but like bananas can stay out. You can have, um, you know, peanuts and some other uh, types of nuts at your desk to really, you know, to satisfy those in between meal cravings. The thing is too, you know, I mean, people talk about sugar and not to consume a lot of sugar and that is important. I mean, you and if it's in moderation, I take sugar in my tea and my coffee. So sugar is fine, uh, just not overdoing it because sugar does turn into fat, right? Uh, and, and carbs also, they turn to glucose and then they turn into fat. So you want to make sure, and you know, something I've done is I don't consume a carb that isn't a high quality carb. Again, it's about quality. So a fibrous carb, a lot of my carbs I get from fruit. Uh, if I'm eating a cracker or something like that, it's like a grainy with seeds type of cracker. And uh, I hardly really even eat bread at all. I've kind of eliminated the bread basket, but I don't, I'm not saying everybody needs to do that, but I think that just, it works for me. Uh, but if you are going to consume a carb, make sure it's grainy and it has fiber in it, because that will also help um, keep you well balanced. And if you want an extra cup of coffee or tea, especially coffee, you can sprinkle some cinnamon in it instead of sugar if you've already had a lot of sugar in your day. So there's little tricks and tips of how to really get around these little, um, you know, these little hacks of how to get around uh, being hungry, balancing that and also um, making it taste great. Because for me, I want everything because I eat such a strict diet. I want everything that goes into my body to be enjoyable. So I have to find a way to do that. So that's why I meal prep. And that's why I, um, I use a lot of spices because I love spices. And that's why I'll put cinnamon on my apples or I'll put cinnamon in my coffee or you know I'll freeze my blueberries. All these are little hacks to give you that the taste, the flavor, and the texture that really makes eating enjoyable. Because right now, you know, I've learned throughout the years that I stopped eating, uh, you know, uh, like eating to or living to eat, right, and enjoying just food in general. Rather, now I eat to live. But because I consume very specific things, I want it all to be enjoyable. So I'm trying to make, you know, a win-win situation here. So um, that is sort of the idea is that you want to create a menu that also is enjoyable because you do have to have a little bit of enjoyment, right? And there's always exceptions to everything. There are always cheat days, but it's really great to plan when you can, especially on a daily basis when you're at work and you're in a routine, it's easier to get into habits and routine. So as I wrap up for the Waste Up, uh, Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap Up, I want to just say that the overarching takeaway here is four things, those four keys. Water consumption, make sure you're getting that enough that your body needs. Number two is meal prepping and meal planning will actually avoid, will help you avoid reaching for the wrong thing and eating the wrong thing because it's there and ready for you to go. Three is protein. All proteins are not created equal. Instead of reaching for the nuts or, you know, reaching for the cheese, reach for red meat, chicken, fish, or eggs. And number four is snacking, the sacking and nutritious snacking. And that is, you know, loading up with fruits and vegetables instead of reaching for the chips or the donut or the bagel, uh, you know, really thinking about what is going to 
fuel your body and be easy while you're confined at the desk so that you're not reaching for the wrong thing or running to cafeteria, the vending machine. You don't want that. You know, so another thing, too, is if you are stuck and you had a day where you didn't have your meal with you, forgot it, and you have to go to the cafeteria or you have to go to a restaurant, think about the protein that you're going to consume. You want a nice, um, a, a, a good protein that will keep you satisfied, one of the four that I mentioned, and put on a salad, you know, or, you know, um, and eliminate the cheese. That's so easy. And if you can do one of these things one at a time, even makes life easy, even easier. Kathy Gartner is on and she's like, I was eating a hard boiled egg. That's a perfect protein. And she's uh, liking these tips. Uh, we need, and we all, yeah, we do. We need to know, we, we know we need to do this, right? But the idea is taking action. And so I'm going to spring you right into action now. Okay. Um, action item. Pick one of these four things, either your water intake and consumption protein, going heavy on the protein, meal, meal prepping, or really trying to create a list of snacks that you like that are nutritious, take one of them and start putting it into action. If I were you, I'd start with water. Water is the medicine for really pretty much anything. My gardener was here the other day and he goes, oh, these rains are the perfect medicine for the earth. And you know what? Water is the perfect medicine for human beings too. And it is really, it is really, it makes you feel better. And in so many ways that we take for granted and you don't know the difference until you actually become somebody who's gotten into that habit. So I'm going to say, start with water and, you know, intake half of what you think you need. So if you need 60 ounces, plan to do 32 ounces in the day Two that's two bottles of 60 ounce water and just do it. Drink one early in the morning and drink the second one throughout the day and then increase it until you get to your goal. So really sort of creating those baby steps so you can make it a habit. So tips, make sure that you are, um, you know, like one of the tips that I think is really great is that is meal planning, right? We talked about that. And a tool that goes along with that is get those, order those bento boxes from Amazon, the disposable ones, or have one that, you know, you reuse, no problem, but Create those those meals in packets so that they're easy to grab and go. That really is a really important tip and a tool that goes in conjunction with that. Make a list. So that's another tool you can use. Make a list of the best snacks that you like and take it with you to the grocery store. And make sure that you stock up on that um, at, when you when you go to to, to the grocery store. And um, one of the biggest tips that's really helped me a lot is the quality of protein I eat. So really think about that. And if you're inclined to eliminate the cheese. So there you have it. Waste up wardrobe weekly wrap up. And if you put eats and shine into in, eat and shine, hashtag eat and shine in the chat box, I would love to jump on a call with you for 15 minutes and kind of look at where I can help you really elevate your nutrition plan. Or if you have any questions, I would love to do that. So we'd love to connect that way. You just have to put hashtag Ian Shine. And I know, Kathy, I love cheese too. And you know what? That doesn't have to be the solution for you to eliminate it. However, it is a really quick fix and it will make a difference. And that's why I mention it because it made a big difference in my life. And to be honest, I don't miss it very much. It's just getting into the habit. So 
hashtag Ian Shine, and let's get on a call and talk about some of the goals you want to reach with your eating habits and how you can make that functional and easy at your desk. I would love to talk to you more about that and kind of give you examples of what's worked for me and what's not worked for me and um, just chat about that. Hashtag Ian Shine. And I just want to say thank you for joining me today on Waste Up Wardrobe and joining us for this 36th episode where we discussed how to eat well at your desk and really sustain it for health and wellness, nutrition, and energy. And join me next week because next week we have a very, very special guest. At one of my... um, One of my uh, conversations when I was talking to a big company and their employees, I got the question is, is there any food that I can use to enhance the collagen in my body? And I thought, well, you know, it's a little bit hard to get that from food as you're maturing in life, but I do have some secret tips. And I am so excited to share that next week as we talk about some secret collagen um, tips that can really up-level and change the way you you mature. Um, tried and true things. We're going to be having um, an esthetician, a licensed esthetician here who's tried these things and has seen results for her clients. And we're going to have a very special guest who's going to be talking about a product that she is feels so strongly about. And she's going to show you transformations that have happened um, through these supplements that that have really changed the course of how people are appearing in their face and how they're feeling in their joints because collagen really is important for all these parts of our body that the joints and our face and our aging. So tune in next week. And if you're so inclined, invite a friend. 